everybody. This is Anna and Brian from Amata World Podcast. And today we have our next guest for the Metaverse episode, Michael, who is the CEO of Metaverse Architects. Hi, Michael. Hi, Anna. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. Currently in London. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Came here yesterday from the island of Malta. So hoping to do some work in London. Oh, Malta. Yeah. I'm a bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was it was like 44 degrees in the past week, so oh. I, I'm not sure jealousy is the right word. It was, oh, wow. was something from Satan's playground. Yeah. But it, 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 it's normally nice in August and September. Yeah. Can, can you give some small introduction to yourself, to your company? Um... Sure, sure. So our company is Metaverse Architects. We're one of the leading Metaverse studios in the world. Over the past year and a half, we've worked with a number of international brands, such as Forever 21, KB Home, KPMG. Signum Bank and a number of other smaller institutions who want to enter the metaverse space. Normally we approach clients or they approach us and they ask us, hey, we want to get into the space. We don't know what to do. We don't know what it is, but we see the potential. Can you help us? And we take it on. We consult them. We give them advice and then aim to close the contract and start taking on a development and coding deal, whereby we create the exterior of a project and then we work on the interior all in 3D models, and then work on the element of whatever things interactivity, such as a game or a learning experience, etc. And for myself, by profession, I did do ACCA, which is a chartered accountancy course. Uh, it wasn't really down my street, to be honest. I'm not really the type of guy to spend eight, nine hours on Excel sheets. So I had a little bit of a phase where I was quite uncertain what I'm going to do. I opened a small Airbnb company in the island of Malta, which is still running and taken over by my brother, Simon. And a year and a half ago, uh, a friend of mine, an ex-business partner of mine started Metaverse Architects and we had a coffee and decided to start working together again. Uh, effectively, I started with him as head of sales, so I was taking all the sales calls, whilst obviously helping out in operations. And over the past year and a half, I've proved myself and recently was nominated by the board CEO for the business that's a, that's a brief summary congratulations i think it just like it was a couple of days you, you even made a post about that so yeah yeah so i internally it was announced a few months ago but i had to put it on linkedin <laughs> as you do for sure so how how did you come across uh, the word metaverse when was the first time you heard about it and what made you interested in sort of getting into this space i can't remember the exact day or moment i heard it but I I obviously was following the traction that was taking place when Facebook changed their name to Meta in October 2021 or November. And the company started on that time anyway. So it was kind of alignment of ideologies in the sense that I, I do believe that the technology has potential to disrupt lots of industries. And it was a gradual... I was gradually convinced over those two months by started exploring technology and reading about the books, reading past papers, reading research papers, etc. I think it's just like, well, from time to time for like the Metaverse episode, we like to ask our guests, what is the meaning like Metaverse? What does it mean for you? Um, um, so it's a great question. Anna. And it's a very vague question. I don't feel it's been defined. There have been many people who have been referring to some literature written in 1992 um, where they define it as an alternative reality, such virtual space. But for me, 
more than that is is more a commercial and potentially social space where transactions can occur. I do not see, I do not foresee us having a coffee in the metaverse, uh, but I do foresee us shopping in a virtual space instead of going down to shops in, in a city or something of the sort, right? So that's 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 it. It's, com- it's a commercial space for interactive transactions. So it's more like extension rather than replacement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Extension or limitation. Yeah. So with that in mind, could you share some of the, I mean, what you can share, like in terms of any interesting projects you've worked on recently? Sure. sure. So recently, this, this year, we worked on um, a wealth management company from Singapore who wanted to open a virtual office and a virtual investment hub. So it's quite an interesting project. And then we took on a bigger project called Rubet Casino. Now, Rubet Casino are the second largest crypto casino on the planet. They have a number of interesting products, have a number of promoters who are household names who work with them directly. And they wanted to explore this technology and they wanted to see where, where we can take it from a 3D perspective. We started the project in January and completed it in May, end of May, beginning of June. Overall, I'm generally happy with how it went. And it just goes to show that the casino industry is or will be one of the first industries to adopt the space. And the rationale is relatively simple. You have casino players in an industry worth around 66 billion in online casino industry who are accustomed to playing online, to spending time on their screen. So they, they have no problem hypothetically moving on from 2D to 3D. I wouldn't wouldn't be gradual, but wouldn't be a big issue, I feel. So what we did for Rubet, they have they have created what they call the crash game. It's quite a household name in the industry where they, they have it on as proprietary software, but they also like to talk to other casinos. And we created a 3D version of the crash game in this implant. That's it in a nutshell. And what what do they use this space for? So they use this space for a social casino. So it wasn't a casino whereby you play monetary value, more social. So coins that can give social rewards at the moment. And they hyped it up as a new effort in branding, a new marketing effort, and a look into the future. That's very interesting, actually. But um, I wanted to ask, what do you say was the most exciting development in the metaverse industry over the last year or last couple of years? For me, it was the Apple's announcement of the Apple Vision Pro. There's always been this hesitancy before that, like, would this kick off? Who's behind it? I mean, okay, there was Meta who was investing. There was the Google Lens who, who gave it a shot, but nothing really picked picked up. Let's be honest. Um, but the Apple Vision Pro release a few months back is testament to where they believe the technology is going. And I, I generally believe the biggest company in the world and the biggest company in history has done enough for R&D to accept and understand that this technology will be there in the future. So for me, it was that. At the moment, it is impossible to build on it only with the Activision Pro because it still, still hasn't been officially announced. Having said that, Metaverse Architects are accepted as as developers on the Apple program, so you can expect us to, to start developing on it as soon as we have hands on one of the pieces of hardware. Oh, that's going to be a really exciting development in the Metaverse space for sure. Have you also worked with other headsets or is it just Apple Vision Pro that you're currently? Yeah, so for example, today my colleagues had a, had a presentation with the 
of the regulatory authorities around the globe and they wanted to us to consult them on, on where the space is going and we actually concluded it by plugging in one of our casino bills to the Oculus and the Oculus is quite outdated I believe it's two years old and so it's just a matter of plug and play really. I usually want to ask the people who are developing and helping to develop the metaverse so for example, if we will think about Ready Player One, it's usually you think about the, the VR. Do you think, is there any possibility to consider AR aspect as well and the mixed reality? Of course, AR is, is fundamentally where the metaverse will be starting off with and I'm definite of it. So let's take an example of the Apple Vision Pro. The Apple Vision Pro will include features which are very augmented reality related. It won't be completely immersive and I think that is the best way forward at the moment. I think just going back to like some of the, the other in industries you're working with, are you specifically focused on this business sector or do you look to, are you looking to sort of explore other areas? Are there other interesting projects that you like to take? In, in what sense exactly? In, in industries or in different business segments? Different industries. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so obviously there's the element of AI which comes into it, which is crucial to our business, both on an operational level and even from a strategic level, we we are using these tools quite a lot. Having said that, the main focus is still metaverse related for metaverse architects, because of we know it can tap, tap into multiple industries. I'm not fully concerned. Do you think the AI technology and metaverse like can sort of go hand in hand, or you think these are like different? Of course, of course, of course, they will go. I mean, they are already going hand in hand. So we're seeing AI generated NPCs. I believe the central have already announced them. Don't, don't quote me, but I know they were working on it. And even the element of developing in 3D is, isn't too difficult to be done by AI. So you can, you can have text to model, text to 3D model. It's, it's already, it's already out there. The, the tricky part would be then obviously just scaling it up, beautifying it, ensuring that tailor made to people's liking etc that, that's really important of creative 3d modelers comes into it so ai is AI is, is an already an important part of everyone's day-to-day business let alone in the metaverse i was actually like thinking maybe we can spend more time about the different applications of like the metaverse that you're working on right now so people can actually imagine in their heads while they think they're missing sure. yeah that's fair so one of our most interesting projects was a mental health clinic that was done 14 months ago it took us around two months and the, the concept is pretty beautiful really it was a comfortable place where licensed psychologists can attend to customers needs so both in a private session and a group setting. So obviously group therapy can be a bit daunting. And I, I do feel that this type of mindset can help elevate and remove the stigma. So that's what's one, one, one industry where I feel is going to be very beneficial to humanity. That ties hand in hand with health. So both practical health, so physiotherapy, etc., and surgery can be drastically improved through this technology and also from a social sense. So unfortunately, there are many, many people who are bedridden and spend time in the hospitals in the evenings, who tend to feel very long, etc. And I see a world whereby you have a virtual space where people like that in that situation are meeting other people in that situation from around the globe. Before it was more isolated. So that's health. We touched upon retail. 
retail I think is, is very close, not too far away. Most of us buy online. I mean, I tend to struggle to buy clothes in person, I really do. And I feel that many people are like myself. The further the technology improves, the more we're going to see a shift from web to 3D forms of purchasing of clothes. It also solves the sizing problem, which many outlets have to accept returns in for clothes which are oversized or undersized. And that's the cost of the business, the cost of delivery, etc. And then there's the element of sports. So the sports industry is massive. And the sports industry works in a way that to take an example, I'll take my favorite football club, Inter Milan. Inter Milan has to sell rights to the league, and the league then contacts broadcasters such as I don't know, ESPN, whatever, a household name, and the transaction, the transactional value is lost, or ESPN gains in that sense, but the club ends up losing money. So with with this type of technology, you can have a, a very seamless transaction whereby. Inter Milan sell a ticket to either an NFT or intermediary and it's viewed to a consumer through immersive technology. So you can be watching Inter versus Juventus in the San Siro for $10. Okay, it's not the same experience, but it's better than television. And so those are a number of ones which I think believe in the next 10 years will be will be very, very important to keep an eye. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is sort of the metaverse is giving us the benefit of you know, what internet did to us like a couple of you know few decades ago just connecting you know everyone around the world together and allowing us to communicate and we're just taking it to the next level by allowing us to experience all, all these different um, i guess scenarios and environments that we normally don't have access to that's it i'm actually really curious about like some how the consumers are looking at the the metaverse right now in your experience like how has the adoption been like for some of this for example you mentioned like oh, so the adoption, uh, therapeutic realistically therapy. realistically yeah. the adoption has been slow and i don't blame i don't blame consumers if the technology mm-hmm. is not which is the way the world works there are thousands of people every day what, what i'm seeing now is that products are being created with with actual passion they're not just there for the money for the money and people who believe in the product in the technology will outlast anyone else and that, that type of thinking will result in further improvements in technology, which will result in more adoption from a consumer point of view. So to answer your question right now, the, the sentiment is just gambling and gaming, but I do believe within within 18 months it will change. What do you think is the, the missing piece that will you know, allow the metaverse to reach mass adoption? There are a number, there's a number. There's the, the hardware is, is massive, so the hardware is very important. So the cost of hardware I mean, Apple, Vision, Apple reduced the price at 3,500. It's won't be sold in the open market. Yeah. They can't get it down to 800. They can't get it down to retail price of an iPhone. You can't expect mass adoption. But then they also have their own problems to get it down. So there's the semiconductor industry, which is being choked by economic barriers. Production is, production is low. Then there's the cost of networks. Okay, we do have 5G, but for this to take place properly, we need... We need these networks to improve. There's a number of things. There's competition. There's people's attention, people's psychological state. I mean, the list can go on forever. Just like from from the examples that you gave, even like with in the medical industry, that it's good to see that the change, the perception of the metaverse, that it's not only for the entertainment, and it actually can solve some problems. So, like those examples. 
Um, but I had additional questions as well because you mentioned something about NFTs. So usually like metaverse and web three technologies, they go pretty close to each other. Like <laughs> they you, you need to use both of the technologies. But do you have do you think that FTX actually from like last year did it affect you or like anything? Of course, of course. So so our company initially started by building on it was actually called Decentraland Architects. And obviously Decentraland is a is a crypto platform. We then rebranded and re-strategized in the sense that we realized that we can't be tied simply to Web3 because at the end of the day we're an experience provider, right? We aren't a platform who trades in crypto, you know, it's 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 more of an experience type of business which we have. And when when FTX collapsed, obviously the sentiment on the, around the world towards crypto was very, very negative, and that, that resulted in us us reducing our, our lead by around fifty percent. So, yeah, it does impact us. Having said that, we we're not dependent on on these crypto providers, but last year it did, it did have an effect, like everyone else in the industry. I think we probably can start moving to the last question. Do, do you have any hopes and predictions for like the metaverse fields and the your company like in general so obviously we from a company perspective we're we're doing things well we do things diligently we keep our feet on the ground we know the risks attributed towards the industry we have a fantastic team of people who are very passionate and i guarantee that the future I'd like to guarantee that the future is very bright, but the way we're moving for sure, we have right now an ongoing contract with one of the biggest banks in the world, which which is testament to our hard work of last year. As the industry grows, I just want to see more companies like us who are not just there for the money, for the for the hype, for the for that the hodl phrase which crypto enthusiasts like to use, assuming that they're going to be making lots of money from holding a token which they don't really understand is the type of thinking we want to try to avoid. Uh, I do believe there are many companies like ourselves who are pulling the same weight. And also there's the giant companies, like we mentioned before, the Facebooks, not, sorry, the Metas, the Apples of the world who are, are, are the industry today, effectively. All right. I think that's probably a signal for the end of the, the podcast. So I'd like to leave, you know, the last minute or so for you to, you know, share with us how any or share with us any last words you like for our listeners and you know, how can they contact you or find out more about what you do and metaverse architect sure get up to it. sure well, firstly thanks for the podcast guys appreciate it secondly you can contact us either on our website so it's metaversearchitects.com or contact me directly through linkedin under michael kutaya so it's c-u-t-a-j-a-r or meta mike in brackets one of my nickname in the industry which is quite funny and no i mean last words is just that don't 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 assume that this technology is going to be here to cause problems get the tendency that yes people are afraid that people will be socializing in the, in the metaverse but you take a look at for example covid covid was an example how we are social animals and we'll be, we'll be social animals forever you can have phone calls etc but as soon as restrictions were lifted everyone was out there so i plead to people to think of it in more of a business business type of way and that there are real solutions which can be solved through this technology right yeah it's probably like a good point and and hopefully we'll see a lot of new developments and new projects 
in your company and thank Absolutely. you for joining us thanks guys appreciate yeah. it thanks, thanks thanks thank you bye, bye. Thank you.